You are listening to the Bulls Cast with Chris Stonage and Ben Goddard, your independent Hereford FC podcast. Hello and welcome back to Bulls Cast, your independent Hereford FC podcast brought to you by the Hereford Times. I'm your host, Chris Stonage, and as always, and this is number 19, we are joined uh, by the Hereford Times head of sport content, Mr. Ben Goddard. How are we, mate? Yeah, good morning, good afternoon now. Oh, it's afternoon, yeah. God, I will win the other clock. day. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, mad, always, always mad the day after a, a game. And, uh, but yeah, today's no different. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm in some random location. It looks like I'm in some form of football bunker. Um, no one's going to be watching this, luckily, and they'll be seeing like no difference in, in anything. But um, yeah, well, for, for those listeners, I, I'm just covering a university game. So, you know, the things I do for this podcast, I, was, I, I brought my microphone with me and I'm, I'm ready, ready to rumble Ben and talk some bulls. But yeah, you're in, um, you've got the, the tactics board behind you. So if, if you want to let your, your uni mates know what the tactics of Pontypreeth are, I don't know, is, that, is it pronounced like that, Pontypreeth? Yeah, Pontypreeth, that's it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's where I am today. But um, in terms of Hereford, we, we've been tooting some positive um, messages out the last couple of weeks. Unfortunately, um, Saturday was not quite as positive um, for Josh Gowling's men, but... A resolute performance in the end in the second half against against Kidderminster, but it just unfortunately couldn't uh, couldn't get the win over the line uh, with the spot kicks, Ben. Yeah, I, I think it was positive. I think it was very positive performance and display. Um, and they, they definitely worried Kidderminster for sure. Kidderminster were at the Kettering game to, last night, having a second look at Hereford. That's that's how much they were there. Kidderminster worried about the. The festive season. They're obviously playing Hereford twice over in the next couple of weeks, and um, yeah, I mean, because they they're full of goals, Kidderminster. Um, they started the first 15, 20 minutes, all guns blazing. Looked like Hereford might have met their match, and maybe maybe uh, a game too far for Josh Gowland's men. But after the opening goal, um, Hereford shut up shop and learned to deal with the Kidderminster attack. And completely stealthed them. There was very little from Kidderminster after their goal um, to really worry Hereford. And um, second half, it was all Hereford. And I think it was probably an even game, to be fair, or, or to say it was all Hereford is probably um, unfair on Kidderminster. It was, yeah, it was an even 50-50 game. Um, Hereford deserved their equaliser. And um, and yeah, I mean, either team could have won it in the end. Um, I think Hereford could have quite easily won it in normal time. Um, but yeah, so the big positive for me was that they dealt with Kidderminster, dealt with the problems that Kidderminster were going to face, uh, were, were bringing to them, and also stem the flow. Once because once they'd gone one nil down, and Kidderminster had a couple of chances before they they scored, it had been quite easy for Kidderminster to roll them over and score a second and a third, and it'd been game over. Um, instead, Hereford responded really well. Um, stop, stop the the stem of flow of the game, and um, and and battled back into the game. What drew one one, um, probably a fair result in the end. Penalties always a complete gamble. Um, yeah, and unfortunately, Dan Smith was the man to 
have one saved maybe slightly controversially maybe <laughs> uh so yeah yeah josh wasn't too happy about it um in terms of potentially the keeper may be off his line um yeah. yeah we we can we can never say for sure but yeah it's um it's frustrating but no fa trophy run this year uh but however a kidderminster one day kettering three days later and it was a lot more positive three days later three goals later hereford picked up their fifth consecutive win in the national north um Excellent form, mate, at the moment. And Tom Owen Evans grabbed a double, which we will be hearing from it later. But talk us through the game, mate. Yeah, so Kettering um, always a physical brute of a side. They quite happily have a scrap and and they fight against the referee, against each other, against anything that moves, really, including the, the dressing room last season. <laughs> Our old, uh, my, sorry, Mike McGrath uh, last season, Got sent off and decided to hit the dressing room. One of his <laughs> disciplinaries for the season. <laughs> so Excellent. luckily, there's no Mike McGrath. I'm not sure what he's doing with himself anymore after his lengthy ban. I think he's probably still banned. I think it was three three incidents last season that all added up. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so they were even hitting the dressing rooms last season at Agus Street, and uh, I think Josh Gowling got a mouthful for Mike McGrath as well. <laughs> but anyway on to last night's game uh, so yeah we all know what to expect and to be fair to Kettering they did look dangerous early on um, there's a couple of balls that caught out from napping slightly we got a long throw good from set pieces good in, in the air obviously they they pushed themselves and and pushed the limits of the game quite quite far to get space inside the box and a lot of referees will will give them the benefit of doubt when they head one in, and uh, and so Tom and Evans slightly lucky with the first goal. I think he shanked his sh- shanked his shot. There you go, <laughs> and uh, and but it caught the completely caught the goalkeeper out at the near post. It was like a low driven shot come cross at the near post, and goalkeeper was was ready to 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 deal with a cross really. So came charging out and, um, well, was ready to come charging out, sorry, and then got caught under his feet. And before he knew it, the ball lit him and ended up in the back of the net. And uh, so Hereford were, I think Hereford's game plan was try and get it in level at the break. Um, it has been of, re- of recent, really. I think the Kidderminster game was the one exception where they conceded. And uh, Josh said, basically, they hadn't played, took to the game plan in the first half, leading to them conceding. And then shooting down the slope into the meadow end is when Hereford start piling on the pressure. And they'd they'd highlighted a 15-minute spell where they thought Kettering would be dangerous in the second half. And so decided to do the opposite to Kettering and, and really get at them, get in their faces and quick on the quick on the attack. And, and that's how it was really. And um Kettering could not deal with Hereford's pace. They couldn't deal with McLean all night. McLean was just running them ragged. Um, Owen Evans was just running the show midfield. Um, Dan Smith winning his, his physical battles, giving the physical presence up there. And Janai Gordon as well, physical presence. So they, so they had Janai Gordon and Dan Smith really battling in the middle. And then McLean and Owen Evans running off them, off the two forwards and... 
Um, Kettering couldn't cope with that at all. And when Hereford were were really passing the ball around quickly, um, linking up McLean and Ryan Lloyd was getting in on the act. It was impressive, to be fair. It was um, a 15-minute spell where was very impressive by Hereford and quick attacking football on the floor. Um, Kettering just couldn't cope. The brutes of Kettering just stood, was stood, were left standing, really. Um, and Owen Evans, he should have, he could have scored more. Um, Janai Gordon took his goal very well. First goal in the ball shirt, so it's good for him. Um, Owen Evans, yeah, took took his second well. Um, could have had a third, but it's gone as out the defender. He beat the goalkeeper with a third shot and um, but the defender somehow cleared it off the line <laughs> with his head and almost knocked himself out in the process, I think. <laughs> yeah, it was a hell of a header. Fair play to him. <laughs> but um, yeah, very impressive from Hereford last night and um, hopefully more of it, really. Um, especially against the weaker sides. Um, you can see them really tearing a team open. You still got Miles. You talk about the impressive um, Hereford's attack last night, but you've still got Miles' story and Harry Pinchard to come back into that. Zelly Ishmael played um, half a game last night, I think, last 20 minutes or so. Um, and he looked impressive against Kidderminster. So you've got options, and also Hereford can afford to rest players and tinker with the squad to suit as well. Like Dan Smith obviously played last night, didn't play as much against Kidderminster. So against more physical side, the Smith and Gordon look, work well. And, um, and Christian Pierce was immense again. Um, difficult, caring attack. Uh, Luke Haynes was pulled into the defence with him. Stand up to it. Luke Haynes will will fight with the best of them and head with the best of them, and so will Christian Pierce. And they use the dark arts at times. So, so did Kettering. The both teams were at it a little bit, caring more so. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kettering, the brute of Kettering didn't just came undone really, unstuck by the skill and fast pace of Hereford and attack. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll hear now from from Tomo and Evans who bagged the brace yesterday. You know, like I said, we've the last five games we've not uh, really played as good a football as we were playing before. But like we said, we're solid now, and we we don't think we'll concede goals. And you know, if if we're not conceding goals, then we can always go and nick goals wherever we, wherever we play. And how much of a difference has it made the last month psychologically when they're playing teams and they're coming here knowing? That against a team that haven't conceded in five matches. It's massive. Like I said, it's just it's just that confidence boost. You sort of, you know, you have you have trust in the players around you that uh, you're not going to concede goals. Whether that's you know Yaza right back, the two centre halves. I mean, Hainsey dropped in there today. I didn't mention Ben Pollock earlier. He's been injured. He was unbelievable before. Uh, he's come out of the team as well. So like I said, the, the squad and everyone's just been been brilliant. And tonight was probably the first night we've seen where he's clicked completely going forward as well. Yeah, I mean, we sort of had like half games recently where we sort of not really done like kiddie first half. We went great, but then second half we were better. Uh, Gaffer said we need to put a complete performance together. We've not really done that this year, and we ground it out first half and done what we needed to do, come in one 0 and then, like I said, in the first ten minutes of the second half, we we killed the game off. Do you think they can maybe do that sort of intensity for half an hour, forty-five minutes for that ten-minute spell, and really give a team a good hiding? Yeah, I think you've seen when we won the ball back, we broke quickly, and they couldn't really live with that. Obviously, Ryan's pace up front, Janoy uh, held the ball up really well, and Smudge with his aerial presence and getting in the pockets and and playing balls in, it really worked well tonight. And they couldn't really live with us, and that ten-minute spell saw them off. 
And so that was Tom Owen Evans. Uh, his audio came in, came in from, from yesterday. Um, I, I've got this written down here, Ben, and I've got my, done, done, always do my research, but who is Owen Bennett? <laughs> so uh, Owen Bennett is the new um, new defender that no one's ta- spoke about yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, uh, it's a strange one because I've, I've looked I've looked everywhere. I can't can't find what, what who is he? Who is he, mate? So he's he was at uh, was he at Banbury earlier in the season? He was at Solly or Moore's last season. Broke his foot twice. That takes some doing. And I think he was at Villa before then. So he's obviously training with the Bulls, signed on to play games. Um, he's obviously come in to train because he probably lives around the corner from where they train, in all fairness. Um, yeah, so he's not not a big marquee signing, but he's a new name uh, that Hereford fans might get used to. We'll see. Um, obviously, a young lad, got lots of talent about him. Villa were obviously interested. Solly or Moore's um, national prem standards. He was around their squad, um, so he's obviously got something about him that, um, that has impressed Josh Gowlin. He played against Westfields um, alongside Ryan Price in the back. Um, so we were saying last week how good the uh, Hereford defence were um, last week, despite being very young and a young side, and he he was main part of that. So it'll be interesting to see if we see more of him. Um, I don't know how often we'll see him because obviously he's a young lad and he's 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 quite a tall lad, but I don't think he's not built very uh, national north centre half build, i.e. massive, <laughs> tall man, bulky. He's uh, he's tall, but he's not not really bulked out yet. Uh, so that might be something that the Hereford will work with him on. Um, obviously. National prem is not so um, you'd have to be as bulky as the north. No, north teams tend to like to to put centre halves, centre forwards on centre halves and uh, make their day very awkward indeed, physically, why physicality wise. So um, yeah, we'll see see how he goes. But um, yeah, I did speak to Josh about him, so uh, you can hear that audio now. What a, uh, what a month it's been. <laughs> you must be in line for manager of the month. No, it's been good. Um, the lads have been different class. Obviously, you know, we've, like I said, tweaked a few things, but, you know, I think you have to fine-tune things. I think that's been us. It was a bit like this last season, wasn't it? You know, we started, we had a whole new bunch of lads and, and we started slow. So, you know, we've, we've probably started better, as in performance-wise, but just not got the results we did last year. But, no, it's really pleasing. Um, the lads have taken things on board. Um, and we're implementing the things now and it's, it's really pleasing that we're getting the results and also um, making Edgar Street the fortress again um, with yeah. such, such good performances at home and yeah. the crowd really going yeah, I started to think it was them guys at the start of the season while we weren't winning <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> now they've been brilliant they sing all the way through the games you know they've, like I've said at the start of the season when we've not been winning they've been cheering clapping us on and supporting us the whole time so it's pleasing we can give something back so I mean I mean the noise all, all, all evening was it was unbelievable and I know the, the lads appreciate it you know it's We've, we've got some lads that have got football league experience and they're used to playing in front of big crowds and, you know, coming here, some people can't handle it, but, you know, our lads just relish playing in front of these guys and the more the more that come, the better we'll be. What was the thought behind um, when Luke in centre-half alongside um, Christian Pierce tonight instead of Andrew Levy? Um, so, one, Luke's aerial presence, 
you know, I thought you know, they would go very direct. They've got a big number nine. Obviously, they brought Kylon in the second half. So, obviously, we wanted to, to, to win that duel first and foremost. But then also, Levy's probably a bit more of a natural fullback. Um, and obviously, with their strengths, obviously, they had players like Callum Powell in, in the wide areas. We wanted someone out there that would deal with that 1v1 battle. And, and you know, I thought Levy did that excellent. And we wanted someone that would drive in the other way. And, and, and I think he did that, which shows the, the sub they made. Um, obviously, he come off. So, and then also, second balls. You know, if you look at Lloyd, what Lloyd is very strong at, he's picking up second balls. So, we wanted to get him in the middle of the park. So, when things knocked down, he'd, he'd, he'd pick things up and recycle balls. And he did that well. And um, Owen Bennett's coming to the team. I saw him on the bench today. Is he from Solihull and Villa? He's been around. <laughs> <laughs> he trained with us about he trained with us a season ago um, had a couple of injuries broke his foot twice so he's not been around he's, he's got a, a, a decent left foot he's a young lad um, so we're looking at him um, you know he's, he's trained with us off and on, on off and on now for a year and a half so he's a, he's a really good kid so we'll, we'll see how that progresses and he played against Westfield he did yes yeah he played with uh, Ryan at the back against Westfield so, what yeah. did you think of his performance yeah he was, he was he was decent he's very assured on the ball uh, I think he was not as assured as he normally is on the ball against Westfield, but that's just because he's not played in so long because he's been injured, but he's got a lot of quality about him. So, Ben, um, on to, you know, we've looked back at, at Kidderminster and the Kettering. Now on to a trip up to the northwest uh, in Southport. Um, you know, not too far from where my parents used to live for a university uh, as well. So I, I know the place well. Um what 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 are their football team like, and what can Hereford expect? I mean, they're in Hereford are in such good form. I think anyone coming playing against them will worry. Windy afternoon. <laughs> That's one thing they're sure to get on the Southport on the uh, the Scouse coast. Um, yeah, so I mean, Southport are very. Uh, they they be in at home. They've they've won four, drawn four at home. Um, they've got as sort of an end like the meadow end that like to suck the ball into the net um, in the second half. So obviously very difficult to beat at home because they haven't been beaten in the league. Uh, one of very few teams not to have been beaten, actually. One of for three teams along with Gateshead and Fylde not to have been beaten at home. Draw quite a few. So I think Josh kind of probably take a draw at Southport on, um, on Saturday, but pressure's off now. Go and have a go at them. See what, see what, see change tactics around. Have a proper go at Southport and see if they can live with the the pace there for the attack. Really, um, no, no longer worried about. I think the unbeaten for record would um, they'd like to maintain that. I think um, keep that going. That would be the main thing. Probably keep the unbeaten record going and then take try and take some chances and see what see if Southport can live with them. There we go. Um, really, really good stuff, um, Ben. And we'll move on to my favourite section of the week. Um, unless we've missed anything. I don't think we have. Even in, even when you're in Fronty Free, we've got enough time for this section. Absolutely. I've never, I've never, ever miss a fantasy league. However, I wish I could from last week, mate. Because it's not looking so good for, for Chris last week. He only got 41 points. Um, which which demoted him down to 26. But obviously now we're in the middle of another game week, Ben, because of uh, the football that's going on in the next couple of days. You're actually up to 50th, by the way, mate. Oh, good. That's good news, isn't it? It is. 50th was your target. Yeah, didn't uh, 70. And there was a point when you were one from bottom. And I, I will never yeah, forget it. I'll take that. But I, I'm up to 23rd now as well. So look... My goal's top 10. I think it's still achievable. 
I mean, Hereford have gone from from almost relegation form to near enough the playoffs. So why can't I get top ten then? Positivity. Exactly. You know? Josh Gardner's going to manager of the month in line for it, surely. Oh, 100 percent. There's no other five question. Five really. and getting knocked down penalties. I mean, yeah, the league, the league, uh, National North Premier Manager of the Month should definitely be Josh Gowland. Yeah, but there we go. Um, the leader of the league is still Boxy's Barmy Army on 918 points. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that uh, leads up in the busy Christmas schedule because Ben, you'll have to keep an eye on it because there'll be players getting injured, keep players falling down. You can't, you can't be seen coming last as a sports editor, mate. <laughs> you'll, you'll keep reminding me every week when uh, I will. And if I if I slip below 70th, then I'll uh, I might look at it. <laughs> make an angel too. <laughs> there we go but uh, yeah oh and the cup is starting in game week 32 so we're on game week 14 so we've got 18 weeks there but anyway uh, thank you very much uh, for listening to this latest episode of Bulls Cast um, make sure you follow us um, on, on Twitter at the Hereford Times at Chris Donish by the way I'm verified now um, and at Ben Goddard HT um, as well so yeah uh, well not quite verified yet but yeah anyway uh, we'll catch you prestigious enough <laughs> we'll catch you in the next episode. We'll see you later. <laughs>